songs. Hey friends, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And this is Ari Vukitas. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm trying to summon some morning DJ energy. It is close to midnight, and I'm very tired. <laughs> so, uh... This is an episode with uh, me, one of your co-hosts, and my husband, Ari. We're going to read some listener emails, and we're also going to talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah. How you doing? Good. 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 Uh, Tonight, we... Oh, so Ari and I have three kids. They are three, seven, and nine. All boys. All boys. So, yeah, we don't have any... Uh, rugs in our house and um no like uh glass coffee tables right and yes a lot of our furniture and things have been written on in fact uh, i noticed our toilet seat has been written on with a pen so just like a public restroom at a gas station (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's already like that in so many ways so i guess that just my god so we were away (laughs) For about five or six days. <laughs> so we have boys. I don't know if this is peculiar to boys or just it kids. Is, it, it is. It is. Okay. So most of our house, in fact, I want to say all but one rooms in our house don't smell like urine. But Oh, our, that's terrible. Our house doesn't smell like yes, urine. Most of the rooms don't. Only one room does. Oh. <laughs> our, the whole house except this one bathroom does not smell Completely like urine. Okay, there's one bathroom. I thought you were saying... Was that confusing? Oh, our, every room in this house no. smells like urine. No, 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 no. The opposite. Okay, good. Thank God. No. But we have a bathroom on the first floor that I guess everyone misses the toilet or something because it routinely is just like an ammonia stink it, show. It's, you know, it's the, it's the bathroom in the heaviest use, at yes. least with the kids. And so we went away for about five or six days and we didn't leave that door open. And when I, when we came home and I opened it, it was like I was physically assaulted by uh, the, it smelled like, like an elevator in the New York subway. Oh dear. Just like bing bong, like punch. Yeah, it was oh, bad. Oh, like a big cartoon fist. Yes, that's exactly it. A big clear cartoon fist. <laughs> Made of piss smell. Yep. Came and punched you in the face. Yes. <laughs> Oh, why? Why? Well, I mean, I know why. Because I'll be in there when they're peeing and they'll like be talking and be like, hey, mom. And, you know, and then I'll I'll be like watching them intently like, no, don't. don't I don't want to look. Just look. Just please, please just pee into a toilet. You can tell me anything and show me anything later. Uh, but yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I had another just si- sitting down on the toilet the other day and just everything covered in pee. It had been a while since that had happened. And it was at the end of like a long travel day. We had just flown back from Boston all the way to Los Angeles, which is like a five hour plus, five, six hour uh, flight. And just like... You know, all all of the things that that entails. And so I was just like, ah, finally I'm at home. Uh, sit down in a Splish. puddle of <laughs> other people's urine. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway. So we are going to talk about our trip. A trip to Boston for Thanksgiving. That's right. Because we have not actually had time to sit down and debrief about it. We really have not uh, talked about it. Mm-hmm. Overall, I would say it went very well. Yeah. As these things go. Yeah, it was like the best air uh, trip on an airplane I think we'd ever had. They're going to say like the best 
airline disaster you can imagine. No. No, I think it was the best airline trip we've ever had. We took Delta, which I was, I don't know why, but like nervous about because we usually take JetBlue and yeah. Delta was awesome. It was great. It was really good. Yeah. Everyone, the people there were friendly. There were lots of free snacks. Yeah. There were changing tables in the bathrooms, which I know is not true of all airlines, so that was good. The worst thing about not, the trip. Not that we, I mean, what? no one in our house wears diapers during the day, but yeah. No. The hardest part of the trip was uh, the morning of. Oh, Jesus. Which was... So let's break it down. Okay. We gave ourselves... So we... What did we do? How much time did we give ourselves... We had to leave at what time? We were trying to leave at like 9.30. In the morning? Yeah. And what time did we wake up? Six. Yeah. Okay, so that... That Which should be lots of time. Felt like plenty of time. That should be... So three and a half hours? We had three and a half hours. So, <laughs> so first so, okay. of all, I do have to say, so we wake up, we didn't hit snooze or anything, we get up, um, I remember uh, like getting right to work, and I, at some point I came downstairs, and you were just like, ca- like a casual pace, <laughs> which I found very alarming. Uh, like the kids were it's like, like Daddy, 606, you're like, already freaking look out. Look at this thing on the iPad, and you were like, oh. Oh, yeah, okay. And they're like, do you want to play? And you were like, sure. Wait, I played a game on the iPad? I don't know what the fuck. They wanted, but they wanted you to do something and you were like totally into it, which was great. It was a great dad move. But yeah. in internally, I was screaming like, no, like you need to stay on schedule. Like we, we don't have time for this. Like we'll have time to rest when we're all packed. Well, good, because uh, then I became less accommodating and everything broke bad and we just fought <laughs> for 45 minutes while I not was trying to do the me. dishes. Not you and me. Me and the kids. But so you came down and I was supposed to be about 45 minutes past where I was. You were like, what's going on? But I, I didn't have any time to do the dishes. Because every time I turned around something, something, something. Yeah. Just like seagulls swooping at your fries. Just like ah! And they really wanted to pack which, I mean, I, I feel like at some point we'll figure this out. Like for days and days up until this trip they right. were like, oh, let me pack. I want to pack my bag. But but otherwise, what's going to happen is we're going to get there, we're going to open it up, it's going to be stuffed animals and cookies. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be like a hundred books. Right. And a hundred stuffed animals. None of which they'll use or look at. Nope. Uh, yeah, why do they always want to Odie take would just so pack many books? 85 packs of almonds. Yeah. Uh, Odie has this weird thing where he likes to hoard packs of, like, individually uh, wrapped snacks from the cabinet. But anyway, so we, so we were behind schedule and I have never raced so hard in such a hurry. To what pack. happened? It was like we were going at a good pace, we were going at a good pace, and then all of a sudden it was like I was like, never going at a good pace. Oh. Because I got that forty five minutes I started forty five minutes in the hole because I had to spend all that time arguing with the kids. Right. I felt like I was going at a good pace and then all of a sudden we had like fifteen minutes. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> I more than once I had the thought Oh my God, I've had this exact anxiety dream. Yeah. We're like, oh my God, we're going to miss our flight. And you look at the clock and like, why is it only 10 minutes left? <laughs> and and also we like called a lift and uh, it was one of those things where like, you know, usually you'll call a lift. Well, I don't know. It depends where you live, I guess. But they'll be like, be there in one minute. And you're like, ah! Right. Um, but this time they were like, be there in 10 minutes. And then, so this guy shows up. Uh, oh, but so leading up to that, we had like 10 minutes. Right. And it was like a fucking, like it was like the fucking McAllister's 
trying to get right. to, to their uh, flight to Paris. Right. Right? Like, we were... I don't... I've never packed like that before in my life. Like, it was very organized. Like, <laughs> like you... If you're listening, you you probably know me. <clears throat> and, and so you probably won't be surprised to know that... My goal is to take a uh, a, a jumbo-sized Ziploc bag and put each kid, like all, uh, like, all of the Monday clothes for the kids in one bag. Like, all of the Tuesday clothes in one bag. Like, and and put those in the suitcase. Blue clothes in a sub bag and green clothes in a pouch underneath all the blue right. bag. right. But it's very, it's, it is. It's very it helpful. Is. Um, and it's... It, I had to say it's I started doing this when we camped and I will never go back. I love it so much. So anyway, but it wasn't like that was my goal, but it this did not happen. <laughs> so we got to the point where there was all this stuff on the bed, on our bed that we were supposed to pack and then it was like 10 minutes and then we just we were like freaking out. I don't I feel like we were screaming. If we weren't screaming, I definitely I don't think was we, screaming inside. Yeah, we didn't have time to scream. I was just sweating and running and the kids would be like, "Can I have some?" I'd be like, "No." And like yeah, run off yeah. and like, yeah. So like we were just grabbing things and and throwing them into bags like willy-nilly. Yeah. Uh, no idea like they they weren't separate. Like everything was just crazy. Um, it was like we looked at the window and in the distance we saw like a tidal wave like getting closer it was like throw everything in the bag go 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 leave the pets we didn't well we didn't leave the pets i mean we left <laughs> we the did. pets we have fish we left the pets. <laughs> we, didn't. we didn't leave the pets we took those goldfish we brought them with us turns no. out you can't have more than three ounces of goldfish on a flight you know i'm so sorry but fuck those fish if there's a tidal wave coming i mean i'm not gonna save those fish you monster i'm a monster if there's a tidal wave coming the fish of all things will be fine i mean supposedly yeah i mean i can't imagine if a tidal wave whatever this doesn't matter goldfish if you're listening everything's gonna be fine (laughs) look guppies um yes okay so we packed everything it was fucking nuts and we got into the car, and it was one of those, like, oh boy. I ho- we were a half an hour behind schedule. Yes. And uh, luckily, I feel like we had a pretty good Lyft driver who, like, drove fast. Yes. But not in a scary way. Oh, after, but this is after <laughs> the older kids looked like they were ready to burn the world down over who was going to sit where in the lift. And dad was not having it. Uh, but then it was fine. Yeah. Um, we got all our, <clears throat> almost all our travel stress, we paid up front. Mm-hmm. And it was just like an F minus for like the first three hours. And that was fine. Oh, I don't know if this is a mom hack. Maybe it's a mom hack. Mom hack. But, I hope you're going to say pee in a bag of berries. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to that later. Oh, Jesus, I forgot about that. Okay. But this so there's is my... two mom hacks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, but this might be a mom hack. Um, instead of, like, little suitcases, uh, we I gave each of our kids a backpack with, like, um, the stuff that they needed. So, like, their water or, you know, an empty water bottle that they, we would fill later. Um 
like their box cutter device yeah their box cutter their personal bomb um (laughs) (laughs) uh and uh so yeah each kid got their own bag with what you know i didn't go crazy though i wasn't i mean maybe a a better mom would have been like what do you want to put in here but i didn't i was like here's your screen like your yeah, device. Your bed, mom. Yeah, Take and, a, and a water. But they, but it was good because um, a backpack was nice because they could just put it on their body and they didn't have to like carry anything. And then they had their hands free to help the family with any kind of like rolly suitcase situation. Yeah, that was really nice. And our oldest kids are they're getting to the age where they want to show off how strong they are by like carrying things. Yes, um, Ajax especially. God. Our yes. seven year old is like, I am strong. Let me prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like tear a phone book in half and like lift a. Uh, suitcase. But Except he, he does useful. it like with like you can see him straining, but he's like, I'm gonna tear this phone book in half. <laughs> I don't know where you got this phone book, but I'll do it. All right, so uh, so the airplane ride was good. The airplane was fine. Yeah, we all got to like sit in one row. It was yeah. awesome. There was a woman in in my row. I was sitting with Odie, and there was a woman who was like super cool with a with having a three-year-old like essentially um put his feet on her which was really key but there was also another woman who was uh super not cool with the back of her seat being kicked uh, <laughs> by one of our kids that's right in front of ajax was a woman who she would like her just eye her, daggers i feel like every time he would accidentally he wasn't doing it on purpose you no. know but he would accidentally he's got kicky kick, little legs that one he's got you know all kids do they have kicky little legs and they don't touch the ground so it's fucking weird but every, her head would like whip around and be like oh and then later when we got off the plane i saw that she was with two kids and on one hand like i kind of get it because yeah like you've just had it you're uh, you're traveling all traveling alone with two kids and the last thing you need is another fucking kid kicking your seat but also like all right lady chillax lady you have children <laughs> like you know you know this is well within the boundaries of the experience <laughs> like obviously we don't want to let our kid kick your seat but also no, it's uh... not good but it's Within the Overton window for acceptable plane yeah. uh, behavior. It's not like he was spitting on her. Right. <laughs> I would have stopped that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah, so I thought the flight there was good. And we got... So I should say this too. So my... my we went to Boston to stay with my, uh, my parents and my sister's family. And... They all live in one house... And his parents live on the bottom part of the house. Yes. And then his sister his sister and her husband and her son, uh, they all live on the top part of the house. And I feel like they had been preparing for the arrival of our kids a little bit like one might prepare for like a hurricane or like something like that, right? It's, Which is totally fair. Yes. Because last time it was just an air raid, just a crazy loud. So, well, you all know, like it's, that is what it is. It, and also, I, I'm a very good sleeper, and I sleep easily, and our kids sleep hard, but what I've realized is that I'm the only one in my family blessed with that, and everybody else we're staying with are like, have like serious like insomnia and easy to wake up, and then we have kids that sound like 
throwing a bunch of pots and pans down a staircase. <laughs> um, and, and so my mom, for like a week beforehand, she'd be like, make sure you just tell the kids, prepare them. They have to be quieter than normal. And I was like, I'll tell them, mom, but you've, you've met them. I mean, it's not going to yeah. matter. She's like... You can convince them with like charm and willpower. Be quiet. I was like, oh my okay, God. mom, sure. But we it, can't convince them of anything with charm or willpower. And yet it kind of worked. They were on very good behavior as these things go. That's true. Yeah. Ahead of time, we talked to them. Hey, let's all shut the fuck up when we go to your family's, our family's house. And yeah. And for the most part, they did a great they job. They didn't and assault the cats. I have to say, most of the time when we go to visit family, I hear either your sister or your mom or someone being like, hey, you really need to be quiet. Like, just can we, um, I'm right here. Like, let's just be quiet. Like, you can say it's just quieter. Um, but I didn't hear that even one time, I think. Not as much. <laughs> I heard so you some did of it. hear that. Okay. I mean, we made it almost to the end. We made it to the very end of the trip before Ajax. Actually, it's a little tradition we have of every year we visit at Thanksgiving and right before we leave, Ajax just uses his like Hulk strength and like breaks some toy. Oh, right. Do you remember that? Like last year it was. These antique dollhouse furniture things. And this year it was this gift that we got. Cousin Andreas. It was that. It was something we bought him? Yes. It what was, did he... That, I like, never cleaning knew... station that they have with, like, the pole. Ajax just, we like... We bought that? Yeah, we gave it to him. For oh, Christmas. no way. Yeah. Anyway, uh... So it was, like, the that Melissa and... And Doug. Doug, uh, like, cleaning thing where there's, like, a little, um... Broom and a... Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, there's a broom and there's, like, a duster thing and there's a little, like, dustpan with a tiny brush. And, and it turns out if you lean against it with all of your weight, it just breaks. <sighs> uh, and we were so close. Motherfucker. We were so close to getting out of there. The morning. Without, the morning The morning we of, like, 6 a.m. <sighs> so, one thing I wanted to talk about... <laughs> Uh, was so our seven year old is super rooty tooty, fresh and fruity. Yes, he farts all the time, he's always been this way. I'm sure in 20 years we'll be like, Oh, he has a, a blah blah blah, uh, like allergy, and that's right, why, you right, know, right, 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 but like. I don't know what he's been cursed by the fart demon, right? But for now, all we know is he his whole life he's just he farts all the time. He's a cheeky guy. He's just that's what's up, and um, (laughs) I don't want to ever make him feel bad or embarrassed for his for a thing that he can't really help and is a totally natural thing that everyone does. So I but not everyone does it. That loudly all the time at dinner without apologizing or okay, referencing it. So that's the thing. So we sat down to Thanksgiving dinner. Your mom had worked very hard to the point where your mom was like, this will be the last time I do this. Right. Uh, which is understandable. Yes. I have to say that this year I was kind of a dick. I didn't <laughs> help. Um, we didn't need your help. You, you, well, t- you I gotta say, handle the kids. I didn't ask anyone though. Like, do you need help? Was which was kind of a dick move. 
What? Not kind of. It was a dick move. So I'm I'm owning that. Okay. And that's what's up. Well, I will say by way of making you feel better about it, that when my sister and I were like cooking or whatever, at no point was it like, oh, if only my wife were here to help with these yams. <laughs> ah! Like we had it. Right. You and your sister and her husband were all upstairs in their apartment or, you know, their half of the house working on Thanksgiving stuff. Your mom was downstairs in her house doing her thing. I sh- I, I definitely felt like I should have gone down there to be like, what can I do to help? Um, but instead, I didn't. Yeah. Well, okay. But you were keeping the kids away, which is important. That is true. I was on kid patrol. I was talking to my sister and her husband and not being surrounded by kids. And I was with adults and it was great. Okay. I wouldn't have changed places. Great. Cool. I'm going to take that as uh, I'm awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, so we all, <laughs> so like we work hard, hard, hard. And I feel like dinner started like an hour, hour and a half late. Yeah, right? I mean, sure. You know, as it does. Not that it was a big deal, but the ki- the kids were starving. And uh, so we, we sit down and it was one of those things too where all the kids like ate and then they left. And then we were like, oh, it's, wait, what? Right. I'm now sitting and okay, I guess we're done. And I'm pretty sure that Rex only ate, only ate uh, the like ambrosia salad. Um, Maybe a crescent roll. Oh, right. Maybe a crescent roll. Although there was no butter on the table. So I, I feel like the kids were like, eh, crescent rolls are good, but it's, you got to have butter. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure that Rex only ate uh, jello salad, essentially. I don't know about you, but in the last couple of years, I have been really struggling with depression and anxiety. And the hard thing, besides just feeling depressed and anxious about that, is is that in order to get help, you need help. (laughs) Like, if you're feeling depressed, it's really hard to go out and do all the research and take the time and energy to find someone who can help you. And even then... If if for whatever reason it it doesn't work out with that person, uh, then it's, it can just be really um, exhausting trying to get help. For me, as a busy mom who who works outside the home, who works inside the home, who's schlepping three kids around all the time, the only way that I could truly get help was to do it over my computer. I don't have to drive anywhere. Uh, I can talk to someone on my computer. I can do it in my pajamas. I I don't have to go anywhere. If I need to, my kids can just be uh, watching television while I, you know, take care of me. So BetterHelp is our sponsor, and I'm a big fan of BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling, and it's there for you. You can connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's super convenient so that you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. So you can schedule a video or a phone session. You could do chat. You could do text with your therapist. All four of those communication modes are for you and you can start communicating with a counselor in under 24 hours. And if you're not happy with you know, the way that you and your counselor are vibing, you can just 
for any reason. You can just request a new one at any time and they won't charge you anything extra. All right. So there are 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists all across 50 states. It's secure. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And best of all, uh, financial aid is available for those who qualify. I think a lot of times that's another thing that keeps us from getting help is we think, oh, I can't afford it. It's going to be too much money. So that's another barrier that can be eliminated between you and getting help. And there's lots of reasons that you might need help. You know, depression and anxiety, that's my jam. Uh, But even just stress anger issues, family conflicts, maybe you're going through grief, Uh, maybe you're not sleeping, maybe you're working through a traumatic experience, whatever it is, you can find a counselor that's going to work well for you. You just simply fill out a questionnaire, they assess your needs, it's totally confidential, and then you get matched with a counselor that you love. You can go to betterhelp.com, that's betterhelp.com dot com slash drinks and that gets you 10% off your first month of counseling so again that's the discount code drinks go to betterhelp.com slash drinks and get started today better help we sit down for for dinner um, and everyone's kind of buzzing around but the kids are sitting and we all kind of finally sit to settle down and the grown-ups s- finally join the kids and Ajax just the human whoopee cushion just lets her rip like like someone sat on some bagpipes like yeah like like no that was weird it was like an irish person trying to beatbox but it was like no, I can't do it. We don't have to. They don't need to be like, no one's at home being like, what did the fart sound like? Wait, what does a fart sound like? I don't know what that sounds like. Okay, so he farted so loudly and in like just succession, like ba 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 ba. And it stank so bad. It was just terrible. Such a bummer of a way to start a Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> and. We're not at a place yet where we've talked about like, hey, if you need to fart, you need to leave the room. We've talked about it. Oh, you have? Oh, we've talked about Before? it. Before? Yes. Oh. But apparently we have to reinforce this. Okay, because I've talked about it to him since. Yes. Um, like, well, I didn't realize it had reached crisis proportions before. So, yeah. So, <sighs> he, he stank up the room and we were all like... Just sitting down to our Thanksgiving meal, which was like, uh, you know, late. So like we were all starving. We're so happy to be sitting and finally eating. And then this guy stank up the room with his, you know, butt stank. Uh, And uh, so that was a bummer. And, you know, I didn't want to make him feel bad by being like, hey, you did a thing you can't help, but I'm mad at you, you know? So I was like, well, I guess it just is what it is. At least no one's arguing about politics. Yeah, no one argued about politics this year, so that was good. Yeah. That's like a real gift. I feel like most of you listening probably 
argued about politics. Yeah, there's a lot of that. We uh, yeah, we got to we got to miss that. That was nice. Yeah, we're all pretty politically aligned in my family. That's nice. Yeah, it's a real blessing and a gift. Yeah. So, is there anything about that visit that you want to unpack? Um. Let's see. Not really. I thought the kids were pretty good around their their cats. They've got there's cats and dogs there. Uh, oh, yeah. all of them Everyone's were... allergies were fucking nuts. Oh boy, my allergies like they went for four <laughs> days. They've like we've got this, and on day five they're like, here it comes. <laughs> well, because we ran out of allergy medicine. Yeah. that's why. <laughs> it's not surprising. Yeah, so they have very sweet uh, cats. One of which is affectionate, and one of which is like a ghost. So everyone would like hug a cat and like rub their fucking face in it and then be like why am i so itchy yeah and when you come and meet the cats there are rules like like meeting the queen oh yeah when you walk in it's like um when you walk into the bedroom hazel will run away Vinny may approach you and if he does you may pet him but pet his back don't pet his head at any point they could like blah blah blah, blah. Right. but it turns out if you follow the instructions correctly the cats will be friends with you I forgot about that. There were also so um our our uh your parents have a dog that does not like kids who barks at kids. Yes. So that's a whole fucking the, thing. I'm friends with now, but it took him a while. He just takes a while, like mm-hmm. four or five visits to like people. Yeah, I like dogs. I I You like dogs. I like dogs. <laughs> leave it there. We'll just leave it there. Um so because uh your sister and her family is on the top floor and your parents are on the you know on the bottom part of the house um we would often find ourselves going up to the top floor because when we were on the bottom floor there were like a lot of rules like don't you know you can't eat snacks kids like kids can't eat snacks outside of the kitchen and the dining room which is totally understandable yeah 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 yeah. well i don't want to make it sound like we're like oh man fuck your rules old man (laughs) like no 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 our kids are animal monsters no no and there must be rules in place all kids are animal monsters i think is the main thing uh but yeah so we so that was like a thing that our kids like could not figure it out but but, i should say also um my sister's kid who uh is just loves his cousins and they all get along really great but he is so gentle and sweet and quiet. So, like, at some point when Rex was, like, flipping out and losing his mind and yelling at Ajax, and Andreas, the cousin, was getting really, like, stressed out because he does not ever hear people act like that. Like, yes. for what us is, every oh, day yes. is a... Fo- Can you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine living in a world where someone will bellow, whatever, shut up, stupid, and... That's foreign. Like, yeah. what a wonderful job my sister and her husband are doing. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I also remember at some point, uh, it, like, Odie, Odie, our three-year-old, wanted to uh, wrestle. Uh-huh. I say wrestle because it's not wrestle. It's wrestle. It's not like Greco-Roman um, wrestling. It's yeah. Like... So he wanted to wrestle with, um, with his cousin. And your sister was like, oh, he has never wrestled. He's never wrestled Which is with anyone except for his dad. Because our kids are like, if you imagine lion cubs in a super collider. Yeah. Like, obvi- they wrestle all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really cute. At some point, like, Odie was like, I want to, you know, he wanted to wrestle with them. And we were like, oh, go over there on the rug and like, wrestle, have at. And uh, 
And your sister was like, he has never done that with anyone except for his dad. This is a very momentous occasion. Jesus. was like, my, our kids wrestle so in the funny. toilet. <laughs> and the kids wash your hands. They're like, punchy, 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 wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. Man. So the day after Thanksgiving, we had an early flight. Yes. 9 a.m., flight out of Boston. <clears throat> so we had to get up early and it was one of those weird things where, you know, you like say goodnight, you, you say goodbye the night before and then maybe you say goodbye the morning of and, uh, and our nephew who's three was of not course, having like, it. Like, yeah, you know, kids are fucking weird. So of course the, the, the morning... cousins don't want to say bye to each other because that makes it real and then they have to be yeah. sad about it. And everyone's like shy and upset and no right. one wants to say goodbye. So we get to the airport totally on time. Everything's fucking cool. We get on the flight. There's like a play space in the oh, airport. There's so the a kids play can space around. in the Boston airport. Good job, Boston airport. P.S. Here's what I want to see airports have in the future. Here is my vision for the future. Airport style. What are those things called where you get on them and you walk and you run? Oh, like people movers? Nope. Like in a gym. Oh, treadmills. So here's what I imagine. Treadmills with a video uh, thing where like kids can explore things while they, like virtually on a treadmill. I feel like every airport needs to have Half a dozen of these so that... Sharks, if you're listening. We can put our fucking kids on these things so that they will run on a treadmill before you get them on a plane. It is insane to me that there are uh, all these airports that don't have any kind of play space. So then it's like, you know, you wake them up. They're cranky. You... You're like, shh, be quiet. Don't wake up the rest of the family. Then you get into a car. Then you go to the airport. You wait in line. And then you get on a plane. Like, there's no... They need to, like, get their yayas out. There need to be, like, giant hamster balls. Yes, exactly. They need to, like, get their... Like, blah! They need to go crazy. So You could open up a laser tag parlor in an airport. Oh, that'd be amazing. You could charge 50 bucks a kid. I like a laser tag parlor. It's a parlor. Yeah, it's a a laser tag parlor. Like, we're, we're going to talk about the politics of the day and also do laser tag. It's n- adjacent to the paintball salon. <laughs> oh, right, it's a salon. Yeah. That's right. A parlor. <laughs> it's just a place where we... An antechamber to yeah. my house. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the kids played on that and it was a fucking rad. And I wish that every airport had a play space because our kids... Loved it, and it was so perfect and amazing. Anyway, so here's something that happened. So it was like, what, a 9.15 a.m. flight? Yes. At, or, you know, around like, what, 10.15, 10.30? Yeah. They come around with drink service, and I'm like, uh, I'm getting a vodka and orange juice, because I deserve it. And, you know, uh, you know me. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> So I get that, and um, I give her my card, and then at some point, like later, I go, I get up to use the restroom uh, with my three-year-old, 
and I see the flight attendant who had taken my order and she says, by the way, hey, by the way, your drink was on me because you're a mom and you deserve it. Ka, ka. Ka, ka. Thank you, flight attendant in the skies. Thank you, flight attendant at Delta. Who can just say, here's a woman with children. She needs vodka at 10 in the morning. Um, it makes me like a little choked up just to think about it. Because it was so kind. It was such a kindness to... It was so kind. Yeah. It was really lovely. It's such a stupid, like, little thing. But the fact that she was like, I'm not going to charge you for vodka in the morning. Because I see that you have three children. Yes. And, and, I, and I get it. It was beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you, lady. Thank you. Uh, Mom, if you're listening, we don't normally drink vodka in the morning. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, the flight itself. Okay. So I think overall the flight was fine. But near the end of the flight. Oh, no. This was on our way there. Oh, it was on our way there? Yes. Oh, yeah. (gasps) Okay. So we fucked up. So on our way to Boston, yes, we had packed a bunch of berries um, for like snacks and stuff because we weren't sure what the food situation would be, which actually uh, on Delta was great. Uh, they gave us meals. They gave us lots of free snacks. It was fine. Um, but So we had like a bunch of strawberries and blackberries at, in a bag. And for whatever reason, Ari, you put it um, in the bottom of the bag and then put a bunch of st- like heavy stuff on the top. The reason was because it was chaos. I get it. I get it. But it was like, uh, it was like a fucking, um. Suboptimal way to store berries. I understand. No, no. It was like a compote, like a, <laughs> like a. It was like you were trying to make your own sangria or All something. Right. <laughs> um, like so my was, prison sangria? It was like really, yeah, it was like you made it in a toilet. Yeah. No. Um, but it was like very wet and juicy in there and everything was kind of smushed. Um, and the kids were like, all right. So anyway, so right before when we were landing in Boston, um, you know, I have a we have a toddler. He's three and a half. He's almost four, and he had to pee. And it was like one of those things where uh, we were landing. There was no way that he could get up to use the bathroom because we were literally landing. Um, and I was like, "Can you hold it?" And he's like, "Yes." And then at some point, he's like, "No." And here's something. <laughs> now I know. Just put a fucking nighttime diaper, like, pull-up thing on him for the flight. And if he needs it, he needs it. And if he doesn't, he won't use it. But if you don't have one, may we suggest a bag of berries? (laughs) So I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, what do I do? Like, I don't have anything for him to pee in. Like, I don't... We're we're landing. And he's going to pee in his pants. And I don't want him to pee in his pants. And I don't want him to pee not only in his pants, but on this airline seat. Like, that's not a good thing. So that other people coming on have to sit in a piss 
seat. Um, so I was like, shit, like, what can I do? Like, I have his water bottle, but, like, I don't want to throw away his water bottle after he's pissed in it. Like, I feel weird reusing that. Um, and oh, 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 oh. You mean, like, the portable, like, Nalgene bottle that we bought? Yeah. Okay, not like, I thought you meant, like, it was, like, his Deer Park water bottle. No, no, no. no, no, no. His, like, normal, his, like, right. sippy no, cup. No, you can't pee in that. That's crazy. He could have peed in a sippy cup, but I didn't want to do that. Um, because that sounds... Uh, yeah, I just uh, that's wasteful yeah. and it's a waste of money, and um and it's environmentally not a great idea, um, so I was like shit shit shit, and all I had was this bag, this big gallon Ziploc full of like smashed up berries, and so I was like okay, let's pee into this, um but from a sitting position it was a fucking nightmare. If he had peed into that, it would have just. It would have just, he would have peed all over himself. So we're landing. I get him out of his seatbelt. I have him stand. I have him piss into this bag of berries. Um, I don't know, by the way, at this point, I don't know any of this is happening. I find this out when you hand me this Yeah, bag you're across the yeah. aisle. And I don't know if the lovely lady next to us who had let Odie put his feet on her was aware either. Although I looked over and she looked like, she was like, had her like, head in her hands so who knows um but also i think she was maybe just tired um but she also might have just been appalled which is <laughs> totally rational so he peed into this bag of berries and then uh we sat him back like uh, in the aisle of our flight and then i sat him back down and i just sealed that bag up and, and then we hid it underneath one of the seats <laughs> So if you are in 41D, reach under your seats. You have a bag of urine. You have a bag of urine sangria. You oh. have a bag of urine sangria. So yeah, that was gross. That was super gross. So um, so that was our flight there. I forgot. Yes. Um, so on our flight back, though, um, I think it was overall pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, the funniest thing about our flight, I thought, was... So the kids were on screens for about six hours. And then as soon as we got off the flight... Uh, still in the airport back at LAX, at least two out of the three kids started a campaign to rationally persuade us using logic that they hadn't had enough screens today. Which was insane. It was insane. It was just like, well, but see, I didn't get to play this game because there wasn't any Wi-Fi. So like, obviously I deserved it. It's sort of like if you're a crackhead and you're like, oh, I didn't didn't smoke enough crack today. Absolutely. Yeah. So then we um we take a lift, um and we are walking towards the lift, and I smell this huge like wave like a a big like waft. a big waft a big wind of cologne, and I'm like Ugh! oh right 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 it must be someone a, must be like a man who's just put on cologne he's like bathing in cologne gross if you can imagine being hit with a shrink ray and falling inside the plastic bag that goes around one of those little trees air fresheners that's in a cab that's how strong it was except it was cologne, cologne. like straight up cologne it wasn't like a scent so as we walk closer to this minivan which is the same kind of minivan we own the cryox uh i realize oh shit this is our car so you really realize that from far away this is our car yeah it is 
stinking of cologne. And this is after on the way you've been like, every lift we've taken has been too hot and unpleasant. You're like, at least I'm looking forward to this one, the air conditioner working and blah, 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 blah. That's right. The flight, the the ride over to the airport was like super warm. Right. At some point, uh, I was like, hey, do you mind just turning... Do you mind making it cooler? And he was like, okay. Oh, that's right. Each and time they're like, no problem, does nothing. He just turned, the guy in the morning just turned off the heat, but then just didn't turn on any other air. So we just sat in stagnant air. It was so hot and shitty. Okay. So we get in the Cologne Express. Um, and I notice as we get into the car that I see in like the sort of middle, like between the front seat and the passenger seat, that there is a like bottle of cologne. And I'm like, Jesus, okay. And then I go to sit down in in the passenger seat and I go to close the door and I notice in the door is a spray can of Axe body spray. Oh, wow. It was like a double fucking whammy of gross cologne nonsense and um and so that was our trip back was our trip back the story lacks an ending with punch but we got home no 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 so we got home and it was fine and whatever the fuck this episode is brought to you in part by bombas oh i like bombas so i wear bombas when i'm running do you know why no because they're awesome and it really does matter you think you can just put crappy socks on your feet and just go in your day when you try on real socks mm-hmm. made of real materials like these cotton, are made of super soft natural cotton yes it changes everything these every pair has uh is designed with arch support yes you get arch support so when you're running your feet are like hugged in the right ways it's A kind of like seamless toe which feels is really like, nice it feels like spanks for your feet but not not compression socks not but like bad way. just supportive in like an awesome way mm, yeah it says they have a cushioned footbed that it's supportive but not too thick. Everything you just described. Yeah, and they come in all kinds of different cool colors and styles. So, you know, like, that makes it fun, too. I like taking my sneakers off, and I have fun, bright-colored socks. Yeah, and that's, like, a cute gift you can give people, too. I did that last year for Christmas. I gave people at work all different kinds of socks, and everyone loved it. Everyone needs socks. Well, I did it for the holidays, I should say. It wasn't just for Christmas. It's the holidays. And that's the thing is you can give socks... As a way to kind of just be like, happy birthday, happy holidays, yeah. whatever. And uh, they have new merino wool socks, to, oh. which is beautiful for autumn and winter. Well, yeah, because it wicks away all of the wet, which is awesome. That's and it right. also, um, so in the summer, you can wear them because it'll keep your feet cool. And in the winter, it makes them warm. And they're never itchy, even though it's wool. Right. It's good to... Uh, it's good for hiking. It's good for, you know, like when you're out and you know it's going to be cool or if you're outside. And what's really lovely is that did you know that the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters is socks? No, but it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. So Bombas is on a mission to change that. They created the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. And so for every pair of socks purchased... 
Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. I actually did not know that, and I love that. It's so cool. You, you can save 20% on your first purchase when you shop at bombas.com slash WMD. That's bombas.com slash WMD to save 20%. B-O-M-B-A-S. Dot com slash WMD. Socks, socks, get your socks. It sounded like you said sex, sex, get your sex. <laughs> Sexy socks. Bombas. Let's read some listener Let's read emails. Some emails. So this is called A True Shit Show. Hi, Betsy and Amanda. I just, oh, sorry. This is called A True Shit Show. This is from Lindsay, Lindsay H. <laughs> this is, for, okay, this is called A True Shit Show. This is from Lindsay Heinz. Uh, what the fuck is happening? I'm giving a bunch of different reads. Let me try again. Don't interrupt this time. This is called The True Shit Show. This is from Lindsay Heinz. Hi, Betsy and Amanda. I just found your podcast a few weeks ago, and ever since, I have been nonstop listening and laugh crying to myself while folding endless laundry. Yes! Sounds like our podcast gave you obsessive compulsive <laughs> ah, disorder. No, girl. <laughs> That's the shit you do. Glad we could help. This show makes me so happy and helps me see the humor and the day-to-day craziness. Oh, my God. After we're done taping this podcast, I have to go do... Uh, so much laundry folding. I have to push the boulder back up Dish Mountain. Um, uh, I just can't thank you enough for what you do. A little background. I am a mom of three kids, two and four-year-old girls and a six-year-old boy. I am a stay-at-home, work-from-home mom. I work during naps or when Daniel Tiger can babysit. I'm sure you know the drill. Oh my God, that's so hard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I have so many stories to share because my kids break me constantly, but here's one that is a true shit show. This was from before my youngest was born. I'd say my son was probably three and my middle daughter was one and a half. I was probably pregnant, but I don't really remember the timing exactly. Having two toddlers was no joke. Yeah. You all get it? That was literally the hardest thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. Is having a toddler and being pregnant. So you had two toddlers and you were pregnant? Yeah. That is super hard. Uh, and left me feeling completely overwhelmed and frazzled most of the time. Yes. Why? Also, I'm a pretty type A mom. You're a pretty Aww. type A mom. And can get very anxious and worried about how to keep them safe, which at times has made me feel kind of like a helicopter mom. Mm. So with two little ones, I was on this constant roller coaster of wanting to keep them close all the time to keep them safe, but <laughs> desperately needing a break. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, yikes, this leads me to my story. <laughs> One afternoon, after a full day of toddler tantrums, sibling fights, nonstop uh, cleaning, and overall stress, yes. I decided to try something new. Cocaine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I decided to try something new. Instead of turning on the TV so I could do some laundry in peace and quiet, I let them go outside in the backyard. Yes, this is a good idea. Ah, uh, good idea. We all live in a safe area with a grassy yard that is enclosed with a tall block wall. Plus, we have a dog who loves our kids and also loves to bark at anyone who approaches our property. So at their ages, I thought, they are truly safe out there by themselves with moderate supervision. Right? Everything here sounds great. You've got a dog and a wall looking after them. I would go do wrong? this also. Yes. So I sent them outside and they were happy about it as well. Hooray! The end. Just kidding. What? No, no. It seemed to be going great. I would glance out the back window every few minutes and saw my two kids playing nicely, running around in the grass. I remember smiling to myself and thinking, look at me, I'm doing it. They're playing independently outside, getting fresh air, and I am not freaking out. Yes. All is well. They are safe, and I am a quiet, I'm in a quiet house getting things done. Yay yes. me. This right? sounds all good. Well, fast forward to about 10 minutes later after I let them outside. 
My son opens the door and calls for me. Ugh, quiet time is over. I go to see what he needs and instantly the smell hits me. Dog poop. I realize quickly that I'd made a horrible mistake. I had forgotten to scoop the day's worth of poop from our yellow lab. One day? No, no. Days. D-A-Y-S. There's yeah. no apostrophe. Oh. I think it's D- I think it's D-A-Y-S apostrophe is where it ought to be. Oh. Okay. In other words, like... Multiple days. Yes. Worth of shit. Yes. Um, I run to my son and realize his hands are covered in dog shit. Oh, God. Oh, his shirt. Oh, God. It's smeared with dog shit. I want to no! pix- I want to pixelate this whole story. <laughs> I yell, stand right here and don't touch anything. While yes. I grab his younger sister, who yes. is also covered in. Want to guess? No. Dog uh, shit. Chocolate? Okay. Nope. No. I frantically started asking them, what happened? Why are you covered in dog poop? Why, why, why? <laughs> and then I look in the yard. Side notes, at this time of my, son de- my son's development, he loved to put his little cars in a long line across the river- living room. Yes. Well, he had done the same thing to all the poops. So my kids weren't what? just running around together in the what? grass. They were happily gathering every last piece of dog shit from all over the yard. No! And lining it up in a very straight line. No! Fantastic. And when I asked my son why it was on his shirt, he said, We were rolling around on it, Mommy. No. 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 Open oh. apple, command, burn. Oh, God. Horrified and disgusted, so many germs I wanted to cry, yes. I stripped them down as quickly as possible, leaving the clothes outside and carried them to the bathtub. I'm pretty sure my anxiety was at its limit as I washed and scrubbed them endlessly. I washed them, then drained the tub, mm. then washed them again, then drained it again. Oh, then I noticed there was dog shit under their fingernails. No! So I grabbed an old toothbrush to scrub their tiny fingers. Smart! Yeah, this better not end with And then I brushed my teeth. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, there's no way I will ever feel again that these children are clean. Yes. But at some point, I was, at some point, I was so exhausted from all that scrubbing that I figured <laughs> they must be clean enough, right? <laughs> yes. So I took them out of the tub, dried them, got them dressed, and sat them down in front of Daniel Tiger and took yes. a nice hot shower. This is all good. Then I went back, and then Daniel Tiger shot all over the floor. <laughs> what? You're functional. Uh, then I went back outside to gather the poop clothes for a load of laundry, but first I took a picture of the line of poop in our yard. And sent it to my husband at work to show him just what kind of day I had. Of course. Then I I learned an important lesson that day. Before I send my kids outside to let them gain some independence, I make sure to scoop the poop, obviously. Thanks for reading my story and thanks again for your show. You're both doing a great job. And help me remember that I'm doing a great job as well. For that, I am so thankful. Until my next shit show, caca! Oh my gosh. Lindsay? It's Lindsay, right? Lindsay. Lindsay, you are doing a great job. Who would have fucking thought? Who would have ever thought your kid is going to take shit in the yard and line it up? I I I blame an absent god. I mean, who would do such what? a thing? Who would do such a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, that's awful. Um I have to say uh yesterday our kids were playing outside. It was dark. That's true. And I don't remember where you were. I think you were taking a nap. Yeah. And uh, our kids came inside and Rex and Odie both had cat shit on their clothes. I don't For the know. new listener, we don't have a cat. 
Yes, but our neighbor our has a do. cat. Yeah, our neighbors have a cat, and it's outside all the time. And so somehow their pants were covered in cat shit, and it was so upsetting. Ugh. And, oh my God, I can't even imagine what Lindsay had to go through because that was upsetting. Lindsay, write in and tell us. I assume you threw the clothes away. Oh, I you don't know. You burned the clothes? I mean, she probably did what... I'm going to guess Lindsay... I'm going to guess, because it sounds like she's a bit of a Betsy, Ah, that you put the clothes in the washer, you washed it on hot, you called it a day, because you don't want to waste those clothes. I don't know. I don't know. I would have burned the whole yard down and just started a new life again somewhere else. It was just too... I don't don't know. know. I washed everything on, uh, and I put some... uh, On hot, and I put some vinegar in there, and I called it a day. Yeah, girl. We'll see. This email is from our friend Mallory Flood. Hello, Mallory. Hello, Amanda, Betsy, and Ari. My fiancé said don't forget him. Thank you, fiancé. <laughs> Goddamn right. I have two stepdaughters, seven and six. They're 16 months apart. Holy shit. Oh, my gosh. And our 11-month-old son He is where our story begins. From my due date to the day that he made his arrival, I was in the hospital every day and then sent home four hours later. You better be a doctor. That better be what the story is. (laughs) Because we all have time for that. Oh my God, Mallory. What a fucking nightmare. Every day? The day he was born, I woke up at 4 a.m. to pee and realized our usual mover and groover was not moving. So I decided to try uh, a kick count. Oh, God bless. I never did a kick count. I was like, well, he's he's probably fine. You know, that's that's my mantra. Eh, It's probably fine. I I think on on your tombstone we should write, eh, she's probably fine. I mean, I wouldn't blame you if you did. Um, okay, so she did a kick, uh, a kick count, drank some OJ, and had a piece of toast with butter and cinnamon and waited. No kicks. So I called the on-call nurse. An hour and a half later, they told me to come in. Called my mom and my mother-in-law and headed in for the hour drive during morning rush hour. Still no movement. Oh, that's terrifying, Mallory. I'm so sorry. Fast forward, we were admitted at 11 a.m., Pitocin at 11.30 a.m. because they could not get the IV in. What the fuck? Try again. Yeah. This is a hospital. Make it happen. Yeah, keep working on it. I asked for IV drugs at 1 p.m., which at that point, they also gave me something to take a nap. Oh, God bless. I was five centimeters dilated to the point when my nap started. Come 3 p.m., I'm awoken from my nap feeling like I needed to pee. They came in and broke my water, and I had him within 20 minutes. Holy shit. And that's when I knew I was going to pay for such an easy birth. Ah. Oh, no. (laughs) Here we are 11 months later, and Jameson loves to climb. Find my video on the Facebook page. He screams, runs, and tries to keep up with his sisters and our dog. He loves to explore, and I know that he only gets more mischievous. I'm sure as the years to come, I will have plenty of shit shows from our little shits. Nah, I'm sure it'll work out. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be, it'll fine. be fine. Yeah, yeah, no drama. But today I am here to say thank you. From your Facebook group to the podcast, I feel heard and seen, and I appreciate you all. Oh, by the way, Betsy and 
Ari, Jameson and myself watched your boys on Try Guy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Our families was, they were on this BuzzFeed video, the uh, Try Guys thing. Um, it was like a Father's Day thing? Yeah, it was. A, if you know the Try Guys, it's a, a BuzzFeed thing where there's these guys and they challenge themselves to do these weird things. And so anyway, they, they raised our kids for a day was the challenge. Yeah. We talked, it is very early episode yeah. that I talked about it. Uh, anyway, uh, and Jameson laughed the whole time. You're doing an amazing job, and you're three equal Jameson alone. Wait, what? You're doing an amazing guy, and you're three equal you Jameson alone. You are doing an amazing alone. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory, you're drunk. I go from being a mom. <laughs> Too much Jameson, Mallory. <laughs> I go from being a mom of three one week to a mom of one the next. Oh, my gosh. Oh, right, because stepdaughters. Yes. I thought something horrible happened. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mallory. That was a lovely email. All right. Here is one from Shana Wright. Hello there, Betsy and Amanda. Long-time listener, first-time writer. I have two kids, one nine-year-old girl and one six-year-old son. I was listening to your Use It or Lose It podcast the other day, and I had to share a similar story that happened to me. And a shit show, to say the least. (laughs) Oh, boy. Here here we go. Last December, I want to say the week before Christmas, my daughter had lost her first molar. We were all excited for her and the money she was about to receive. Mm. See, we tell our kids that the tooth fairy brings one to three dollars per tooth, depending on how clean they keep them. Ooh, that's a good that's idea. Interesting. And five dollars per molar. I love that idea. Oh, if it's a clean one, you get more money. Ooh, so, all right. Smart. This is smart. Um. Anyway, she lost her first molar, and by golly, she didn't remind me to call the tooth fairy and let her know. So we gather the fi- we gather her five dollars. She puts her tooth in the little sandwich plastic bag, stuck it under her pillow, and bam, <laughs> the tooth fairy came, and all was good, right? Well, so we thought. <gasps> What? A couple of days go by and we were, on, uh, we were on the Saturday before Christmas. My husband and I are wrapping gifts after the kids have gone to bed. All of a sudden, we have a screaming daughter running through the house, slams open our door and screams, I lost another molar, Mom. The tooth fairy needs to be... And she stopped. She looked at the bed covered in wrapping paper and presents. And all we get is... <gasps> oh, no. Um, Christmas gifts. I saw nothing. Mom, can you please call the tooth fairy? <gasps> I said oh, yes no. and put her back to bed. And she mentions nothing other than the tooth fairy. Phew. Now, on to the mission of finding five fucking dollars, which neither uh, both my husband or I have in cash at the moment. Whoa. It's 9.30. Hold on. Hold on. So, am I understanding this right? So, this kid, how old do you think this kid is? This kid is eight at the time of this story. Roughly eight years old. So, she rushes into their bedroom. Yes. Right. To be like, I lost another tooth. And they have All wrapping the paper and presents everywhere. Yes. So it's not just that it's presents, but that it's like Christmas magic. Right. Is happening here and she is walking in on it. Yes. And she is willfully. Or sleepily. We don't know yet. Okay. But she is like at some, she is purposefully willing herself to not. Yes. Accept what she is seeing. That is what it seems is going on here. Excellent. Um, and by the way, uh, just sort of parent hack in general, I suppose, is uh, if you've got kids that are losing teeth, I have a just like a jar of gold dollar coins in a sock drawer uh, that we only use for teeth. Um, and that way we never run out because that that's a nightmare. 
of having a having no money in the house, and the the oh, tooth yeah. fairy has to. We never have fucking cash. But that's why we have these dollars now yeah. for just yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, it's nine thirty p.m. and way too cold to go anywhere. So we we had to come up with an excuse. Next morning, we had told her the tooth fairy got the call too late and was already out on her run for the night. She bought it. We win. So we thought. Both my husband and I grab our coffee and walk outside to enjoy that first cup in the sun. We live in Arizona. And (laughs) bam, we get a massive snowstorm. I mean, we were snowed the fuck in. No one was going anywhere. And we still had to get the $5. But there was no way that we were going anywhere. This happened for two days with the same excuse of... Uh, same excuse now of she made it only halfway through her tooth run and her wings froze. What? Wait, After, so they were snowed in in for Arizona two days in apparently. Arizona, and they couldn't. Here's get my, my cash guess: it's like a centimeter the... of snow on the ground. There's no one knows what to do. Like in California, when it like drizzles and everyone just yeah. puts on their snow tires and drives into a canal. Uh, all right. After three days of lying and trying to and trying, my husband finally got the truck out, and yes. We went to the bank and pulled $20, all you can get from the ATM, then to the local gas station to get change. And finally, on the third evening, the tooth fairy finally showed up with that $5. <laughs> somehow it worked. We saved the imagination. She still believes in the tooth fairy. And somehow, still in Santa, even after seeing every little gift being wrapped the night before she lost her second mauler. Signed, the mom with an off-the-cut hack that saved our asses. Mom win. Hope you enjoyed my shit show. <laughs> oh... Thank you, Shana. That was lovely. That is, that is great. Good, good, good job saving the day. This is an email from Melissa. One day I was at work and I thought a coworker was crying. Nope, she was listening to your podcast on her earbuds and laughing so hard I mistook it for sobbing. Ah! Oh, that's beautiful I, that makes me so happy <laughs> i know i knew right then and there i had to listen to you to be honest i thought i might not get that much out of your podcast my kids are 22 19 and 15 and i am totally in a different realm of parenting yeah that totally makes wow. sense you did it you got there you fucking did it you're in the promised land as as amanda calls it Potty training and tantrums have been replaced with college tuition and ho-bag girls wanting to date my son. Oh, my ah. God. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. What a nightmare, Melissa. Okay. Don't worry. In this new realm, you will still want to drink. <laughs> ah. Oh, fuck. So I grabbed... well, We have three sons, so that's a lot of ho-bag girls. <laughs> so I grabbed a random podcast, and needless to say, I laughed my ass off. Listening to all you amazing ladies made all of these memories come crashing back. For the record, there are many I don't miss. Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> but I am not just here to blow smoke up your butt. Hey, man, I'm here always for anyone who <laughs> wants to blow smoke up my butt. I love smoke in my butt. What? <laughs> it means we have a new pope. <laughs> I wrote you because I had to share the funniest damn story about your podcast and all the dirty looks I got on your behalf. Oh. You are welcome. Please allow me to set the scene. I live near Georgetown, Texas. It's a beautiful town, but somewhere uh, but somewhat conservative and well known as a retirement community mainly because of Sun City, a large and beautiful 55-plus neighborhood that attracts a lot of retirees. 
Last week, I had taken the whole week off to plan slash run errands for my second wedding, which was actually this past Saturday. Oh! Hey! Congratulations, Melissa! Hey! Congratulations, Melissa! Congratulations, Melissa's! <laughs> Congratulations! As I am running around in my car, buying stuff, dropping off stuff, etc., I decided to start your podcast series from the beginning, since I had caught a bunch out of order. Oh, thank you. I'm so <laughs> sorry about the uh, audio quality. <clears throat> I was listening to your very first podcast when I arrived at, what is it, H-E-B? Heeb? I parked, rushed in, and got all the stuff for the week of celebrating with my family in New York, uh, in from New York and California. Read, food and copious amounts of beer wine mixers. Yes. Mm -hmm. I got back out to my Toyota 4Runner and started loading groceries into the back. Well, it is Texas and it's hot as hell, so I thought, I'm just going to go ahead and start the car while I continue to unload. That makes sense. Sure. I do so, throwing my purse in the front seat as I do and hustle back to the rear of the vehicle to continue unloading said booze. Again, sounds totally yep. normal. This seems rational. A good idea. As I do, your podcast picks back up where I left off more than loud enough for people meandering by to <laughs> hear every word. <laughs> <laughs> The particular grocery store I was visiting, it was a couple of miles from the quaint retirement community I mentioned above, and it was about 9.30 in the morning. You can imagine the clientele who were all over the parking lot and able to hear the words coming out of my vehicle while I was shoveling beautiful bundles of booze inside my car. <laughs> it started with, his room looked like an exploded job of the hut, splattered on the walls, etc., <clears throat> yes, that is, uh, yes, one of the very first episodes with Jamie Denbo yes. talking about uh, getting a, what is it, rotavirus or whatever. Oh, good Lord. The couple next to me loading their groceries and a few passing by gave me some looks. No big deal. Then, rookie move, bitches, got me some dirty <laughs> looks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! When it hit, smells like a death, oh God, smells like death had a rape party. What? Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, this is when I got not only the looks, but people stopped dead in their tracks to see where the rape party was taking place. Oh my God. Oh God. Oh no. Oh, we're monsters. I almost killed myself hurtling the cases of wine, trying to get either to my phone or the front seat or to the volume control, which was even closer. So thank you. Being banned from the H-E-B heap <laughs> in Georgetown, Texas was totally worth it. And hey, you are doing a great job. Signed a fan, Melissa, an old mom, like really old. P.S. Not really banned, so no worries. Oh, good. We didn't. Act she didn't actually get banned. Good, good, good. And then P.P.S. Yes, included a picture from our wedding. Oh, look at you! Hey. Oh, Melissa, you look beautiful. Congratulations. Yeah. Um. Ours is a podcast to be listened to with headphones. <laughs> All right. We should probably wrap it up. Yeah, we should. 
Thank you for joining us for this very special Betsy and Ari episode. Um, if you're in L.A., come catch us at the UCB Theater. Betsy and I uh, perform in Teacher's Lounge, which is a live improvised comedy show. That's right. Two, three times a month. Yep. And uh, I have a, uh, I'm a freelance writer. I have a website, um, me and my comedy partner, called MarkAndAriCreative.com. We have a little creative agency. So oh. if you uh, need any writing done or anything made funny, <laughs> uh, hit us up. Oh, very good. Uh, Ari, you are doing a great job. Betsy, you are doing a consistently great job. Thank you. That's very nice. And to all of you who wrote in, you are doing a great job. Uh, If you find yourself um, dragging your children into the shower because they've just rolled in a freight train full of dog shit... (laughs) Or if you find yourself snowed in in Arizona, what the because fuck? climate doesn't make any sense anymore and God is angry. <laughs> or if you find yourself uh, embarrassing yourself in front of a whole parking lot of retirees. Because you've pumped up the jams and Betsy and her friends are swearing <laughs> at you and you're banned from the Hebrew march. Sorry, not sorry. Just know that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Hey guys, I'm Stevie Nelson. And I'm Dave Horowitz. And we're the hosts of I Burn Everything. It's a podcast about food and relationships, which, you know, if we're being honest, are two out of the three things people want to talk about anyway. What's the third thing? Netflix. Okay. We'd like you to rate, review, and subscribe if you like it. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple iPod? Stitcher. Do you still have iPods? <laughs> <laughs> if you have an iPod, do it on an iPod. I don't know. If you have a Zune, do it on your it's Zune. probably hard to even charge them now. Yeah. Good luck. And if you have a Tamagotchi, you can't do any of this. Yeah. You can't stream audio on a Tamagotchi, but you you can feed them. Yeah. You still so keep feed feeding those it. little buggers. They're hungry. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Campfire.